Welcome to QSR Nation, your weekly dose of food service marketing tips and business strategies for success. Here's your hosts, Josh Anderson, Beth Oots, and Anthony Pierce from the PFS Brands National Headquarters. Hey everybody, welcome back to QSR Nation. As always, we have Josh and Beth here from the PFS Brands National Headquarters in Holtzman, Missouri to talk about food service marketing and business strategies for success. You notice I didn't say Tony because Tony is out today. He's actually touring the country and going to some store openings, right, Beth? That's right. It sounded like you were like, well, Tony's no longer here. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's here. We he'll, promise. He'll be he's back traveling. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but today we're really excited because we have Christine Lepp. She's a sales director of Zimmer Radio and Marketing Group. Um, welcome, Christine. Thank you. Um, now, Christine, would you mind telling us a little bit about your background? So I've been with Zimmer Radio and Marketing Group going on six years in September. I started out there as a sales executive for about six months and then got promoted to sales manager. And then I've been in the Columbia and Jefferson City market as the director of sales for about three years now. Cool. Awesome. And before that, I started out in banking. So totally, <laughs> totally different industries. You have a variety of knowledge um, on that. But for, yeah, for six years, I've been doing radio and marketing. Great. So. Awesome. Well, radio is constantly changing advertising yes. medium, so it's always awesome, and it's going to be, it, I mean, it's kind of the future of everything. So um, what are some of the pros and cons of broadcast radio that you think? Um, so for radio, as far as, like, reach, um, it reaches about 93% of the population per week. Um, and actually, a recent study showed that it actually reaches about 92% of millennials also. Hmm. So I think that's a huge yeah. misconception that millennials are not listening to mm-hmm. radio. Um, but recent studies have shown that to not be accurate. Um, as far as return on investment, they've done a ton of studies, and it's typically about $6 to every dollar that you spend. Mm-hmm. Um, so wow. as far as reach and getting a hmm. return on that, Um, Another thing is 95% of the population has access to a radio, and they've noticed that that's not the case in most mediums. Um, So only 5% don't actually have access to a radio on a weekly basis for one reason or another. Um, Local is huge, having that local connection to communities between local personalities, Um, Just having news updates where a lot of mediums aren't able to achieve that because they're not Mm -hmm. local in their communities. And the main thing that we do with Y Radio is it's probably the most cost-effective way to reach the most people Mm -hmm. in your community on a daily basis. Very interesting. Is there really kind of any cons to radio broadcasting? I would say one of the biggest cons I would say is digital. I mean, we've mm-hmm. become, I mean, serious is yeah. always something that people are talking about. Um, just all the different, over the last couple of years, just how many different ways to listen to music. Yeah, like Pandora, Spotify. Has yeah. come yeah. about where, you know, 15 years ago that wasn't the case. But I would say a bigger con is just the way people are getting their music this day and okay. age. Radio mm-hmm. isn't the soul. Hmm. But like you said with millennials, I mean, the stats, or the stats that you gave us, that's incredible. Because a lot of people right now, they're trying to transition all their marketing, advertising campaigns to geared towards millennials. And a lot of people just automatically assume, well, I can't do radio because millennials don't listen to it. But that fact right there is very important and key. Yes. And a lot, a lot of with millennials is they are getting their music 
different places, Spotify, Amazon, but they're also doing, they're still listening to radio Mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. So they may not be only listening to radio, but at some point during their week, they are tuning in. Exactly. So when it comes to tuning in, you're setting up a campaign um, with your, maybe your advertiser. What is a good amount of frequency and, you know, how, how many times per week should you be playing your ads? So we have two different types of campaigns on how we look at it. We look at long-term, so if you're thinking more annual, Mm -hmm. that's one campaign. And then we also have short-term, and we call the short-term action-oriented and then the long-term branding. So I'll start off with the action for the short-term. So some companies might not be ready to dive straight into being on 52 weeks out of the year. And so what we recommend for the more action-driven companies is you really want to have at least 40 commercials per station a week on the short term. And we really focus on messaging too. And so your message in the short term needs to be more action-driven. So you need to be having some urgency, Mm -hmm. a theme, um, and we call the formula utopia so urgency theme item offer price action is what we do and so let's say father's day is coming up and you wanted to run something for father's day you would want to have urgency now Mm -hmm. by father's day you would want to have a theme of father's day you'd want to have an offer maybe a buy one get one or something that's going to make a customer want to come in today Um, an action come into the store um, maybe list a price we don't always list price if it's not a good price but if it is then you would want to list that and then on the flip side when we do branding which is probably 70 percent of what we work with over at Zimmer branding you want to make sure that you're running 25 commercials per week Um, and you want to make sure you're on a minimum of 52 weeks. And the message on that end is focused more on what sets you apart from your competition. Mm -hmm. So we kind of dive deep on, if I was talking to um, a pest control company, we would dive into their competition and really outline what sets them apart over their competitors and have a message that's going to make the consumer want to come there instead of shopping their competition. So like the short-term action is more about the call to action and then the long-term is more about the differentiators? Yes, exactly. So is there any pros and cons whenever you're doing either of these plans about the time and the schedule that you're able to run those ads? So one of the cons for action campaigns is you really have to have a sale or offer to get people to want to come in today. So in short-term, we talk about the buying funnel where like it's kind of your buyer's journey through Mm -hmm. coming to purchase from you. And if you're running more short-term campaigns, you're really only talking to probably one to 10% that need you today. Mm -hmm. And so a huge con in that is if you're always wanting to run short-term stuff throughout the year, you're always having to have a sale and you're always having to have an offer. And really the pro to doing stuff more long term is you're talking to a hundred percent of whoever's listening to that station and getting in like their hearts and their minds to where whenever they need you they're going to come to you and you really don't have to discount your products and services all the time in order to get business makes sense did that answer your question okay great information (laughs) so like just off this this is a random question so if you're doing a short-term action 
say slot how how much time do they need to give you in advance with an with an offer before you can get the commercials out there so we typically actually radio can work i mean one of the beauties and pros of radio is we can work really quickly mm -hmm. so if we were to if you were to work with your sales rep or whoever's representing you from that media um, I mean, we can normally turn around a commercial within a day. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, we'd like more time. Yeah. Um, typically, we ask for three to five days just because you want to make sure that the message right and the creative's mm -hmm. good in order to drive people in. But, um, yeah, typically three to five days, I would say. Awesome. Very, very quick, yeah. So what is one of the best ways that people can measure their ROI when it comes to radio? Typically with all our clients that we meet with, we track directly by sales. So if you are doing a Father's Day sale in June, you would want to then measure how did you do this year compared to 2017 and track your sales that way. Especially if you didn't do radio last year and you did do it this year, that's a good way to gauge your return on investment. Another way that, so typically we sit down with our clients and do a customer needs analysis before they even do anything with us. And we set different goals together that we can track. So it may be a number of new customers per week. It might be number of phone calls, number of website hits. So there's a lot of different things that we can track together to see if it's working. Mm -hmm. um, it's by far one of the hardest things to do is track ROI based exactly. on broadcast media, but there are definitely multiple things that we can do as far as meeting and setting different goals and objectives and tracking exactly. measurements together. Well, one of the things we always talk about is that with marketing, you don't have a crystal ball and radio is the exact same way, but making sure that you are outlining those objectives and what you would like to see, because it's not going to be you spend a dollar here and you're going to make a hundred dollars the next day. Right. That's never how it's going to work. We would love for that to be the case, yeah. but we just have to make sure that when you are trying to figure out these advertising campaigns and you're spending those dollars and trying to figure out which one's going to be the most effective, that making sure you're giving yourself the time and the right goals and objectives, because you just, you're never going to see yourself as successful if you don't do that. Yes. That Sorry. leads us into the next question about um, media domination versus spending a small amount of money everywhere. What do you recommend? So we use a system called Brainsformation, and it's with Chuck Mefford. He goes around the country speaking about the system, and um, what we recommend is you really dominate. We call them cups. And what CUPS is, is it's different medias, whether that's a radio station, a television station, a magazine. So Zimmer has 10 different radio stations. And I'd say our average clients on probably one to two stations. And they really fill that cup or that station and dominate it to where they're reaching the average listener probably three to five times per week. We always say it's more important to own a hundred percent of the heart and mind to get those customers to come to you rather than spraying and praying and hitting 10 percent yeah. of each station if that mm -hmm. um and then no one ends up coming to you because they really don't hear you enough or think of you first exactly so one of the most favorite things that we love to talk about especially when it comes to our brands and with champs chicken and cooper's express is we love to do radio remotes especially during grand openings or these special events what are some of the pros and cons that you find in doing radio remotes um, in our area the pro is 
you're going to hit probably 10% of whatever audience you're talking to to get them to come to you today or during that two hours. It's great if you have an event, um, a grand opening, like you were saying, doing some type of special, like a buy one, get one, um, giving them some reason to come to you now. The con of a remote is going to be that it's really just fixing something today and not long term unless you're doing them all the time but the con is typically you're always going to have to have a sale or an offer with a remote in order to get people to come um where if you are having an event though and an offer or something special then they work great a lot of people have the misconception that if they just have clear 99 come out there and the vans there and the personality standing there that all these people are going to come when in reality you need to think about if you were driving down the street would you turn your car around to go back for that offer that benefit or that sale so i think they're great if you have the right tools in place and the right offers Mm -hmm. and creative but if you the con is if they just come out there and you don't put a bunch of work into it or plan around it, then it's probably not going to work. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I guess kind of a wrap-up question is, do you have any tips or recommendations for somebody just getting ready to begin radio advertising? Um, I'd say my two biggest tips are stick with it, especially if you're doing something long-term or even short-term thinking and going more in-depth with what you're going to do. But I would say most of my clients I work with, the first – six months to a year is probably the most difficult and the most challenging for them because they're writing checks to the radio station and they're not seeing a huge return yet because it does take time. Um, My second recommendation would be to focus a lot on the actual commercial that's being produced. I think so many um, people that I meet with are more focused on what radio station they're going to be on or um, how many commercials they're going to run and they don't really focus on the message and what sets them apart or the creative strategy Mm -hmm. if you're doing something short term and so I think making sure I always tell people that I have enough listeners on every single radio station to get your results if you have the right message and you're saying the right thing so I would say focus on what you're saying and the creative part of it because it's probably 80% of what's going to get your results. And then we can always find a radio station to make sure it runs on to get those results. That's Great advice. <laughs> Beth, you have any other questions? Uh, nope. I think, I mean, we really truly appreciate you coming out here and talking yeah. to us about radio. I mean, this is something that we're always trying to talk to our retailers about. Um, but I think having it come from someone else will also kind of help reiterate the points mm-hmm. that we're trying to make. But um, once again, we really appreciate you taking yeah, time you out of your day. Much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And for all those out there listening, if you want to subscribe to our podcast, please log on to pfsbrands.com slash podcast or reach out to us with questions at qsrnation at pfsbrands.com. And for Josh, Beth, Christine, and Tony, we'll be back soon. Talk to you next week. Stop by next week for another QSR Nation episode or visit pfsbrands.com.